The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Powered by Protus Global. Hey, thank you for joining us here at Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, my next guest is the co-founder of CureCrate. And CureCrate is a CBD subscription service. And my guest's name is Mr. Sean Wynn. Sean, welcome to Plant Profits today. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing great, Vern. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me. No, it's 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 a pleasure, man. I'm 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 really interested. At some point during this discussion, we're going to really get into Cure Crate and what you guys are doing and the the uh, subscription model. I think is a very interesting model. I, I I know that at my house that there's. I know that I see consistent packages coming from the same place on a monthly basis. And um, so I know that that is a subscription deal that I'm somehow entangled in. And <laughs> so, I, yeah, so it's a model that's working. I can I can testify to to that. But really, I, I want to I want folks to kind of get to know you uh, today and your journey, because I, I find on a personal level, I find one's journey to be so telling to uh to really clarify where they're at uh and and so it's it's really kind of cool uh so now you in my understanding you primarily was raised in oklahoma which is i want to hear about that but why don't you tell us your story yeah no absolutely absolutely and thank you again uh for having me Vern. i uh primarily raised in uh, in Oklahoma is uh, mm-hmm. definitely correct but uh you know moved around quite a bit because my okay. mother was uh, mother was an educator so you know okay. moved around from from state to state but Oklahoma's where I probably you know landed uh, went to high school there and then uh, sort of yeah you were saying your mom was an educator Sean what what yeah. tell me about that yeah no so uh she is um her name's uh, Dr. Monica Flippenwin. Actually, she uh, okay. has her has her doctorate. She has taught uh, mass journalism and mass communications since uh, you know since I can remember. And <laughs> uh, you know, and sort of her you know like her instilling that education and sort mm-hmm. of the importance of learning and knowledge is something that I think is really like you know stuck with me and you know something that is still uh, you know a driving force for sure. I love to. Uh, you know, love gaining more information as as often as possible. Um, and you know, her like you know, her career definitely being an educator moved us around quite a bit. And this allowed for me to you know, I think I'm I'm a very quick adjuster. Uh, you know, okay, easy to uh, you know adjust to new situations. And I think that's sort of been one of the driving forces in you know our ability to launch Cure Crate in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, uh, what an undertaking. But so, you you know, if you take a look at your journey, though, I mean, you Mm -hmm. you um, uh, you grew up in different places. Your mom was, you know, a a doctor of education and she uh, uh, she had opportunities. Uh, But we also know that music somehow came into your life. Tell tell me about that. 
Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I like, you know, just being in a, a kid and, you know, growing up, obviously, you yeah. know, I just took a liking to music. And I think it also has a lot to be do with, you know, my my mom every single Sunday when, uh, you know, we're cleaning up and she would just make sure that there was some 70s soul playing throughout the house. There you go. There you go. I I love your mom. I still listen to that 70s soul music, man. It doesn't, it, it, it still, it still sings to my heart. Oh, it does for sure. And I can, uh, I can attest that, uh, you know, the younger generation, you know, my, uh, my partner is 23. They don't love it. (laughs) They, uh, (laughs) they do not, they do not love it as much because I try to do that on Sundays when we're cleaning in the tradition, uh, sort yeah. of died with me, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, music was always, it was always important and always something that I loved. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think just sort of figuring myself out and figuring out what I wanted to do with yeah. myself at, you know, 18, 19, uh, you know, music and just, it just sort of called to me and I was never, I was never musically inclined. I was never able to like, like hold a tune really. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I gravitated towards other places and, uh, you know, I just threw sort of hustle and grit eventually, yeah. uh, you know, sort of got associated with a couple of rap and hip hop blogs and leveraged that into some high profile interviews and sort of leveraged all of that relationship into, you know, the ability to throw some pretty cool parties and events at South by Southwest and in Oklahoma City. Really? So, okay. So now I don't know what you just did to me. Did you, did you just, did you just hop over? You were 18 years old and you love music, but you couldn't sing. You couldn't play a tune, but somehow you knew it was a passion, huh, Sean? You you knew you wanted to be involved somehow. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there was no question that the entertainment business was something that was, you know, that was calling me. Um, You know, I, Entourage was a show that I watched all of the time. You know, I was okay. just like, I was, I was drawn to it. It was something that was, you know, that called to me. So, uh, you know, I, I found what I would call like a lane by, you know, throwing shows and throwing concerts. And, you know, over the years had some incredible success, uh, you know, at, at South by Southwest through, you know, some of the first showcases for people like Chance the Rapper, Post Malone, uh, right. Jack Harlow had some success, uh, you know, 20, 2015, uh, you know, did some, did the first showcase for Post Malone, uh, yeah. Chance, the, Chance the Rapper in 2013, Jack Harlow in 2017. So had some definite success and, uh, you know, eventually uh, in the year, actually, you know, 2015, it sort of began the process towards moving out to Los Angeles and, uh, you know, entering the entertainment business, inter- entertainment industry out here. And yeah. I guess, you know, the, the impetus was uh, somebody who was an agent at uh, WME, William Morris. William I, Morris, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, where I, where I ended up working, an agent who, uh, you know, who was down at South by Southwest. Yeah. Came to, one of my, came to one of my showcases and he looked me in the eyes and said, let me know when you're ready to stop losing money. <laughs> he knew he, he knew exactly what was the deal he, he knew, knew what was, he, he, he knew what was going on so okay so now you're at south by southwest you're in austin yeah. so so now well but but how did this all look how did it transform itself at jackson state university at this hbcu and and why did you now were you on a hunt for hbcu or it just it was drawn to you. How, how did that go? 
Yeah, yeah, there was no question that I was going to attend an HBCU. My uh, okay. my father went to Howard. My mother went to Southern. Uh, okay, it's it's really important to me. Um, okay, you know th- that is the reason that uh, you know in the past year I've started a nonprofit foundation yeah. to you know sort of uh, to it's called Amplified Voices, which is yeah. basically to you know increase the you know the inter- the entertainment employment pipeline to historically black colleges and universities. Right. So. Right. Yeah, there was never any any question whether I was going to go to an HBCU. It was just which one. And my mother was actually, uh, you know, teaching at Jackson State at the moment, so okay. it made it a, a pretty easy decision. But yeah, okay. HBCUs and you know the historically black college experience was very important to me. I'm very glad I got to have it. Now, were you involved in music uh, on on campus the four years you were there? I was. I was actually the the vice president of the campus activity board my junior year, um, and we did we did some pretty cool like you know campus events. Uh, okay. You know, had big big crit and some other performers, uh, and that was actually uh, you know a really good, I think, learning experience because it it I up until then I had only done shows on my own regard with my own money, and that is entirely different than answering to somebody. Uh, let alone, you know, a board of trustees of yeah. the university that have no idea the music that you're talking about. So it really instilled in me that you have to make something make sense to everybody. Uh, you know, it can't just, you can't just sort of rest on the laurels of, what do you mean? It's future. Like, no, yeah. you need to explain to somebody like why this is a, a the right move and, you know, how it's going to make money. So I think that was a really important learning experience to, you know, I was for so long, I was just sort of like doing whatever was cool and it would happen, Right. Um, you know, and it would, it would, it would take off. Cause I was, you know, able to, I think, you know, sort of go off of the kudos of a lot of the stuff that I was doing, but it was uh, yeah, really eye opening to find out that you have to, you know, make things make sense to everybody. Well, that, that developed a foundation, a financial foundation, a way of looking at your business that ended up being your business, um, uh, moving moving forward past Jackson State University. Hey, look, we're going to continue our discussion with Sean Wynn. Sean Wynn is the co-founder of, of CureCrate, which is a CBD subscription service that we're going to really dive into here. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Doing? You're doing good, man. You're having fun? Yeah, no, for sure. I just always never know if I'm like, you know. No, no, you're, 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 you're doing good. I, I, I like to structure this thing, Sean, in a way 
we're it's just you and we're just chatting yeah. just like we yeah, were no, I've, and I've listened to, to to quite a few for sure the listen to the rapino episode and the okay the hemp episode so yeah no first sure. you're doing you do a great a great job for sure it works for both the consumer and the business side so i like yeah that. No, well, thank you. We appreciate that. Well, we're going to continue and make that work for you also, brother. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Okay. So, hey, everyone, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis here. I'm your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits. It's fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. I'm having fun today. I'm with Sean Wynn. Sean is an interesting cat. Sean is... uh, Loves music, passion for music, can't carry a note. So he had to get into the business side of it. And he learned a lot uh, growing up and going to an HBCU, a well-known one, Jackson State University down in Mississippi. And uh, he's a co-founder of CureCrate. And CureCrate is a CBD subscription service. And hey, Sean, so now you're out of school. You learned some important lessons. You learned how you had to to um, have the music, the event side of the business appeal to a multitude of folks from different levels, from the pure entertainment value of it to the financial aspect of it. And, and you, you set off and you went into the business side of the entertainment world. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So after, you know, I, I did an, I did an internship at William Morris before my senior year and okay. uh, was basically given, you know, the, I wasn't officially hired, but was told by the, you know, the CEO of music, you know, they want me back, uh, you know, you're, you're just finished your last year of school. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, they held their word two days before I graduated, I got a full-time offer to, uh, you know, join uh, William Morris in the mailroom. Wow. And, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, what a graduation, right? Like, what, was it literally the mailroom, Sean? Yeah. Well, yeah. The way that the way that music works is it's music central, which is okay. music's version of the mailroom. Yeah. Uh, you know, you start in the mailroom, but you're only in music because uh, you know music is separated from what they call core, which is the rest of the the departments. But uh, yeah, okay. no, I I started in music central in the you know in the mailroom. I moved out there and uh, moved out here in you know 2017. And, you know, I was sort of off to the, you know, off to the races. I think that, like, you know, it was not very long after that, you know, just being a hustler and realizing that I needed to make my mark. um, Okay. I just naturally was gravitating towards places where people weren't. And one place that, like, people just weren't going was cannabis. Um, I had, you know, I, I, there's a, you know, a friend of mine, um, who her father moved out here about seven or eight years ago to start a cannabis and cannabis business. Um, okay. She knew that I was working at William Moore's and just sort of like hatched the idea of, um, you know, like, like why don't we start, you know, like sort of like creating like partnerships and like sort of like making it something that, you know, it, rather than it just being like, you know, your average like Pepsi or, you know, like, like Neutrogena advertisements that, you know, your average like musician or like talent is presented with, uh, we should definitely begin to like have these conversations around cannabis. Um, but wait a minute, hold, hold on, hold on now. So how did cannabis, okay, so how did cannabis come into your life? How did, and you're focused on yeah. the CBD version. So how did it actually enter into the Sean Wynn 
existence. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like it's it's always like hard, right? So like yeah. how cannabis came into my life mm-hmm. was, you know, through the like the black market illegal and illicit like way like illegal ways that people, you know, sort of like right. take cannabis and I think uh, so the know, traditional route. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I for sure the traditional route, but I think for me I I was just always sort of like fed that, you know, like it's all like stoner and like, mm-hmm. you know, munchies and all of that. And, you know, like obviously that's part of cannabis, but like what what I've found from cannabis is like since the age of like 16 is, you know, right. when I take cannabis, I don't, you know, my anxiety is lessened. When I take cannabis, I'm calmer. When mm-hmm. I take cannabis, you know, I like am more focused. So I think for me, you know, it's like a, like, it's always been a part of my life and it's always been something, you know, since I think, you know, 16, 17, it's been something (laughs) that has been, you know, like engaged in occasionally. Um, But I don't think it was until, you know, the last like five or six years until I, you know, came out to Los Angeles and sort of got an understanding of, you know, like, I don't like to say the word, you know, weed anymore, because I don't, but it was right. like, I think there was a difference, right? When I learned that weed was like, something that was like, you know, is the sort of like the negative association and like all of these connotations, but cannabis is a plant. Yeah, uh, it's a powerful thing. You know? Yeah, that, very- that's interesting. That's an interesting uh, delineation of, of, of uh, really the language and the culture. Of course. Yeah, yeah, we're we are fed like everybody is, and you know we're uh, people in the business are trying to combat against it. But you know we've got decades and decades of just being told that the only thing that this plant does is make you you know lazy and sit on the couch, and that's just not true. You know that's right. just like patently false, and that sort of you know like that like connotation is what you know steered me away from like embracing the fact you know at 19 and 20 that like, man, after like, after a day of work, if I smoke a joint, I feel incredibly better, like way better. And that's not because I'm like a degenerate and it's not for any other reason other than those medicinal like properties of this plant that right. I feel are, you know, downplayed due to, you know, a, a like a, a ton of reasons. And I'm glad that we're sort of like getting through to the other side now. That makes sense. No, that's, that's, that is true. I, I think that was uh, very, very well. So there, there's there's a complexity around the communication and articulation of the of the plant and its its valuable medicinal uh, psychological qualities that are I think very very um, important. And what we have to do is continues to continually find a mm-hmm. positive channels and means of communicating that through how it is. Um, uh, how it is 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 appeals to our our eyes and our senses and and um, I how people actually talk about it and 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 then you know the steps that are being undertaken to legalize it yep. um, is is as I think uh, e- extremely extremely important and 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 so. Um, you guys really that so now you're a co-founder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the you're a co-founder. So you have a partner. Tell me about that and and how that came together. 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. I uh, I have a partner. Uh, she is my partner in life and business. Uh, okay. Her name is uh, her name is Alexandra. She is absolutely incredible. Like you, she is a Texan. Uh, she's okay. from uh, she's from Austin. Went to okay. UT. Uh, you know, studied at the business honors program there. Uh-huh. And you know, she's she is a uh, you know a healthcare consultant who you know lives and breathes like you know everything health. And it's it's Good. like her gravitation towards this is. Uh, you know, she's always had like a very advanced interest in, you know, alt- alternative, alternative and like non-Western medicine. Okay. And, That's you know, interesting. Th- yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, you know, like for both of us, you know, we both uh, gave up, uh, you know, we both quit drinking um, alcohol uh-huh. at the top of this year. So we both are like entirely like, you know, we're sober and uh-huh. something that we like sort of noticed is, you know, like, rather than you know drinking a you know an old-fashioned getting something you know like a, a nice I, I, I love old fashions by the way yeah no and that was my, that was, that was my beverage of choice that was my drink of choice and a, a maple old-fashioned which is I, i'm just I, yeah see i'm i'm just telling you you know yeah. you do these things and uh, and uh, the right quantities, and uh, you don't have to give oh, up course. everything. You don't have to oh, give up everything, Sean. Sure. Sean, I'm, we're, we're going to ask you to come back to those old fashions at some point. At some point, hundred percent. <laughs> okay. But, uh, All right. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we realized like we were we were in, enjoying like Aurora Elixirs has like this amazing CBD like like sparkling beverage, and okay, we we sort of like got onto those and like other you know CBD products like very, very heavily at the, the top of this year and, you know, paired that with okay. sort of like, you know, in, encouraging our, our parents to sort of like try the better products or whatever as they were asking us about CBD that they would hear about from a gas station. And it's like, well, no, right. you, shouldn't, you yeah. shouldn't be taking that, mom. You know, here's <laughs> here's a here's a product that, you know, like, and I would send her, you know, a tincture that I, you know, acquired or a topical that I had acquired. And, you know, yeah. we realized that there was, there was something there. There's definitely a, you know, a very large white space in approaching, you know, cannabis and CBD from a very like, you know, a, like a, a practical and layman terms level um, because as you would know, and a lot of your listeners would know, like if you go on the, you know, the website to purchase, you know, CBD or, you know, non, you know, like non-major cannabinoid products, like it's not THC in it, you may right. need a, you know, you may need a PhD to understand what's going on, you know, like sort of like. Sean, that is so true. It, it yeah. is, it, people make it sometimes so, so complicated. It's against their own, their own goodwill. Um, mm-hmm. and man, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to, we're going to dive into Cure Crate when we come back. We're going to take a break. I'm uh, your host, Vern Davis of Plant Profits, man. Thank you all for joining us here. Uh, Sean Nguyen, my guest today, is the co-founder of Cure Crate. It is a CBD-focused subscription service. Uh, and uh, Sean and I, when we get back, we're going to really dive into the, to the ABCs of Cure Crate. Uh, thank you all. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. And uh, my guest today, real interesting dude, uh, Sean Wynn. Uh, Sean is the co-founder of uh, Cure Crate. Cure Crate is a subscription CBD service. Now, now, Sean, so tell me, when I say subscription CBD service, Tell us what that really means and, and what, what you guys are after here. What's yeah. Your yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what that means is we, our users like, interact with us beginning with a feed, with a, you know, an intake quiz where they tell us a little bit about their needs, their, you know, their preferences, their, you know, what they like, what they don't like. And then we have, you know, we have programmed a, you know, proprietary business logic using basically eight months of myself and Alexandra handpicking these items to much success. Okay. Programmed that logic, uh, you know, with an amazing agency out of New York City. Uh, We have basically programmed that logic to make it automatic now. Um, So basically a user will take a quiz. They will then be spat, like then products will be like, given to them based off of the quiz results they yeah will get yeah every single month they will get a selection of you know top rated and you know tested cbd products that match with their wellness needs so it's 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 curated for me a hundred percent it's curated for me and 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 i go to curecrate.com to get that done curecrate.co dot co okay but yes okay yes, that is absolutely correct yeah we couldn't uh, the dot com is uh is not ours but curecrate.co uh-huh. You go there, you take the quiz, and then, yeah, the CBD products are individually curated for you um, and then sent to your door, obviously, you know, every every single month. Um, and then I think the, you know, the other part of it that makes it, like, that also makes us much different than anything else in the market is yeah. we send you feedback quizzes every month to get an oh. understanding of what you did and didn't like. So if you hated the eclipse lemon lemon cake tincture next month you're not going to get that you're going to get something complete like obviously something different and something that's going to be different than that it's not going to have the same characteristics because you let us know that you didn't like that so that's interesting so uh now what if i want to i I just found my my groove right and Mm -hmm. and i i love the the last delivery that i got last month Mm -hmm. man i just i want to do that again how can I do that? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If you just want to get the same items every month, that is totally easy and a hundred percent possible. Um, absolutely. And what you'll find is 
you know, what, what Pure Credit is able to do since we're able to get such good rates from our suppliers, it yeah. is always going to be, you know, if you want those same items, it will yeah. be cheaper to get the Pure Crate than it would to individually go and select those items from the vendors themselves. Okay. So you've secured a, uh, a deal for me already. Yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. You are okay. getting a deal every time you buy uh, you buy CareCrate. Okay, are- so if I independently go out and check the market prices of the brands, I should find that uh, what I'm getting from CareCrate is better than what I-, I would get if I was to plug in and go directly to the to the manufacturer. That is, yeah. Absolutely. It is going to be cheaper and, you know, better than going, you know, going direct. Um, And I think, you know, the last little differentiator on our end is every purchase you make for CureCrate goes towards changing cannabis criminal justice because we donate a portion of proceeds every single month to Last Prisoner Project. Wow. So I love the Last Prisoner Project. And if you listen to the show, you've, you've, you've probably noticed that we've had several entities involved with engaging the Last Prisoner Project. Now, now tell me, how did that come about for you and Alexandra? Um, well, yeah. So for, for me, it was, you know, pretty simple. When I, when I started the cannabis strategy organization at William Morris Endeavor, uh, okay. along with a couple of partner agents, we would be, you know, multiple meetings we would have. Uh, we actually met with the, the LPP team and, you know, it, it, we would constantly have groups of people coming in to discuss their cannabis company that all looked the same and yeah. they didn't look how the cannabis plant looked to me. Like the cannabis plant has always been something diverse with people from a wide variety of backgrounds. Right. And that wasn't really reflected in you know, sort of like the the boards and sort of the, you know, the people that we were sort of meeting. So that sort of bred at that moment that anything that I was going to do in the cannabis industry was going to one, be diverse and look more like the plant. And then also sure. it was going to, you know, give you know, absolute, like, you know, give credence to all of the, you know, the specifically black and brown individuals who have been, uh, you know, like harmed by, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, cannabis criminal justice. Um, and it would do everything it possibly could to sort of, you know, give back. And I think if you're sort of profiting in the legal cannabis space, to me, it feels like, you know, somewhat of a moral imperative that you ha- you do everything within your power to sort of give back to those who, you know, sort of provided a stepping stone for us to get to this place, you know, because the, the way that we were all getting our cannabis 15 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, you know, wasn't a medmen or, you know, a yeah. piece, you know, it was That's right. people, it's people who are now pro- like a lot of people are now in prison, you know, That's right. are doing a lot of time to sort of like open up this plant to a lot of people. So I think it just is necessary that at every turn, we sort of like acknowledge that. Yeah, Sean, you know, it's, it's really cool that you guys connected. I, I think that is something that people should know is that you guys are affiliated with the Last Person Project, and I think that is uh, it's outstanding. You've always found a way, even with your music, to be involved in the community. And uh, one of your personal passions, I just want to spend a minute on this before we leave, is, is Amplified Voices. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely a, you know, a passion project that I've taken up this year. Um, as somebody who, you know, worked in the entertainment industry, uh, you know, as a black man myself, I understand the, 
you know, the plight of somebody coming from an institution that doesn't have a, you know, a, a straight pipeline to the entertainment industry, um, right? which is, you know, every most most of these entry level jobs and internships, uh, you know, is how you get your foot in the door. It requires either, you know, a great connection, you know, to come from, you know, an institution that already has those connections or to just have, you know, the sort of like the familial or parental net worth to, you know, like to just move out to Los Angeles and just <laughs> wing it for yeah. however long. You know, I was blessed with none of those. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was all about, you know, the hustle and the grind. And I feel that anybody who gets to a, you know, a, a place of success, it just feels like, you know, I have always wanted to make it easier for others to get to where I am. You know, That's awesome. it's, been, it's been hard, right? Like, yeah. I don't want the 19 and 20 year olds who are, you know, going to Jackson state or Clark Atlanta right now to have to do what I did. Cause it was a very long and hard struggle. And if you can make it easier, I'd love to make it easier. for them. Well, so, you know, uh, hopefully you also through that work at amplified voices, get a chance to mentor some of those folks that you mm -hmm. connect with. And I think that that will benefit them as much as anything, man, of, of them taking part in your journey. I think that is awesome. Sean Wynn, uh, it was a pleasure, my friend, uh, for you to appear here on our show. And uh, Sean is the co-founder of Cure Crate, and Cure Crate is curecrate.co. And um, he, the Cure Crate is a, a very much uh, on the cutting edge a CBD subscription service. And man, we really appreciate you being here. I am Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People uh, Solutions. I wanna thank you all for joining us. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or you can subscribe to anywhere you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, obviously CannabisRadio.com, Amazon Music, as well as major podcast outlets. So uh, please check us out. Uh, we have interesting guests, as we did today with uh, Sean Wen. Uh, follow Protus Global through our social networks, including LinkedIn, Instagram, all of them, all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and finally learn more about how we are building companies through the work that we do and changing people's lives in a dynamic way at ProtusGlobal.com. That's P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Until next time, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.